scrambled eggs in my brain. You know what I mean. Kept going round and round my brain, even though you probably don't know what I mean. Ping pong. Just if you want to go... Because in Hitler's day, in the Nazi thing, I said, hey, baby, let's cool it down. Nothing to do with that. I'm going to send my son around to beat you up. And it's all cool. And he was cool. And his son didn't come around to beat me up. I've got blisters on my fingers. A bird is a girl. So I was thinking of a black girl. Screw your parents. You know, just sometimes you just sit down at a piano and sometimes there isn't a piano. There was a piano in my room. Hey girl, come on, let's get high. Let's get high on life. People are gonna think I'm desperate, but, but you go, no, people like that. Hey, Jamesy, rock it, man. I know you will. Do, do, do. Well, you know what that sound means. <laughs> We're back, baby. Unspoken requests with Jared and Mike. Episode number... 30. 30! We did it. We're in uh, episode four. Yeah. All of our... Of our uh, uh, how do we say this? <clears throat> it's episode 30, but it's number four in our series of the 24-hour taping, which is two hours at a time. It's very confusing. So we're entering our seventh hour. Our seventh hour of recording this session. Live. Yeah. And I'm feeling Live. okay. Feeling okay. Live to tape. This is like uh, almost a full day's work so far. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty funny way to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just heard <clears throat> All I Need Is Everything by Aztec Camera. And before that... I forget already. We heard Baby Boy by That's Crystal right. Skulls. That's right. Baby Boy by the Crystal Skull. Crystal Skulls. Not the Crystal Not the Crystal Skulls. Although, could someone trademark that being named? The, the Crystal, Crystal Skulls? Yeah, maybe. This band's defunct anyway, right? Yeah. How does that work? Once a band is over with, how, do you, uh, how long do you have to wait before you can just use their name? Six years. Okay, that's good. Yeah. We are joined in the studio by... We've got a big panel. <laughs> We've got a big panel of experts assembled here. It's very good. We've got a whole studio full of people. We when, need these, to, when, these, when these youngsters are old enough to run for local office, this town's going to be in good shape. I'd say so. This is the future. Here. Yeah. We have... Uh, you guys all go to South... Oh wait, sorry, my bad, my bad. Try it now. Okay. There it is. I, I was I was using too many blue words before. What what is the minimum age to run for office here? Forty five? Four forty nine. <laughs> Sixty eight. Seven seventy five years old. Those are good questions. Is there no minimum? It's not like the president, right? You don't have to be thirty five. Thirty five for president. Well, Senate has a different age than president, right? Oh, but Senate there is, is an age? Thirty. The House is different than the Senate. Okay. Isn't that weird? You know, I think it's a little weird. Actually, no. <laughs> I think it's a little it's weird, you know. especially because when they probably wrote those laws, people lived a much shorter time. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah it was just sort 50. of like hedging their bets. Yeah. So a twenty-five-year-old in uh, those days is like a forty-year-old today. Right. 
Maybe they maybe they were worried that people would would win too many elections because they had too many friends because because <laughs> they're young. Yeah, they you just grew the friends. <laughs> yeah, and they've the... got you still got your posse at that age. I don't know. The man you're listening to right now is Niall Arena joining hey, us. How are you? Thank you, Niall, for being here. We also here. have Steve Marino. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, what up? And Mark Drums Edlin. Hey, Mark the Shark Drums the Trout Edlin. And Mr. Miles Grimmer. Thank you. Friend of the show, Miles, this is your second time. That's right. Well, technically, it might be your fifth time, but... <laughs> Steve's uh, second time. Yeah, Steve's been on before. We have the ceremony, like uh, when people are host SNL for five times. Uh-huh. Yeah, where's my There's jacket? My You can't see it at My two-timer jacket. Well, it's a radio show, so you can't see it at home. But he's wearing don't, it. Don't ask why you I can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Last but not least, Tim Smiley remains. If, if you know him from two weeks ago. Howdy. So we, the reason we've assembled this panel today, tonight, we are into hour seven of our 24-hour idiotic experiment in recording a, a radio show. We've assembled this panel to talk about something that we hope is currently relevant, uh, but we don't know because... When this airs, it will be... How, how far are we into this, Jared? We're, uh... This is about a month from right sure. now. Here's a question. Should we uh, open up this uh, panel to uh, listeners to call in with their thoughts? <laughs> or no? Perhaps, yeah. Perhaps. I, I think we'll it's fine. We'll see how it goes. It, we haven't had good luck with trying to open up the request line. And it is 12.30 a.m. Uh, in real Friday, life though, to man. other people. That's true. Good it's point. Friday and Good it's point. Snowing. So everybody's holed up by the fire, drinking a glass of wine, yeah. reading, uh, you know, uh, Beverly Lewis novels. You know, right now it probably looks a lot like it'll look a month from now. Good point. Yeah, we're getting a real a taste a little, of the future. A little uh, Christmassy. I haven't. I've been able to see the snow falling in the streetlights outside, but I haven't actually gotten up to. Is there accumulation happening? A little bit. Well, now you know the weather report from about a month ago, one night. <laughs> so anyway, we've we've assembled this panel of experts uh, because we have a pressing matter that's a that's become an issue here in Bloomington. At least it was eight months ago, or eight weeks ago. Some people Four love it. Ago. Some people hate it. Some people are people thriving and some people's livelihood is coming from it. Some people's lives are being ruined and destroyed by it. And we're talking, of course, about the scooter influx here in Bloomington, Indiana, which we I hope is still happening. If it's been resolved by the time this airs, this you can turn this show off now because it's all we got. Yeah. All right. We'll open up the floor. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me let me do this quick survey of the room. How many people fall on this? Just a quick show of hands. Don't say a word, please. Uh, a quick show of hands. How many people fall on the side of hating the scooters? Okay, and how many people fall into loving the scooters? And how many people fall into ambivalence toward the scooters? Okay, dead even across the board. So this is going to be a hot, hot topic. This is good. We got a lot of differing points of view. A lot of different takes, a lot of fresh takes on this stuff. So how do you think we should get into it? What do you guys think? What's well, a- should we 
uh, provide a brief history? That's good. Thank you, Miles. Yes, very good idea. Sure. Um, I'll. S- I think uh, maybe I can do a colloquial history, and as far as my memory serves me correctly, Great. I think I remember seeing um, a small amount of bird scooters in uh, late summer or early fall. I would say probably they probably timed it with the influx of students in August. Um, and then a few months after seeing a smattering of birds, I noticed uh, lime scooters also came into town. And I immediately noticed there were much more lime scooters. The following week after the lime scooters, uh, Bird upped their numbers to compete with the limes. So now it kind of, uh, I think the scooters have um, increased exponentially. Um, so that's where we're at, just pure mass and numbers wise. And we should also maybe explain even what they are. Oh, sure. So they're, I've only ridden one with a friend, so I've not actually interacted with the thing. So if someone knows more than me, ch- please chime in. But they're an electric scooter that a company, Bird and Lime in this case, came to Bloomington, dumped scooters all over town, and then you use an app to rent one, basically. <clears throat> And then you can cruise around and be charged by the hour, is that, or is it by the mile, or how does it work? By the minute. Mm-hmm. It's the like minute. a dollar a minute, I believe. Yeah, oh, yeah wait, there's a really? flat charge. Dollar so, start? yes. Dollars start, 15, 15 to 20 cents a minute, but tr- uh, depending on your brand of choice. Oh, one's more expensive. Mm-hmm. Do you know which? Bird. Bird is more expensive. Mm-hmm. So it's Sounds Bird is like the highfalutin electric scooter. I think, uh, I don't know if there's actually a difference in quality of ride. I think uh, Lime, since they were the newcomer, had to undercut yeah, Bird to get sense. the... You guys know laser, that laser tag place on the west side? What? I. Why do they have on the sign, yeah. birds are faster? Oh, I thought it said Lime was faster. Oh, yeah, Lime it, is faster, said, yeah. But the, the space where it would say, rent our space for your birthday party, or come do laser tag today one dollar off or whatever you know it just said lime scooters are faster i'll tell you why they're doing why it. because now they're getting free advertising on unspoken requests on wfhb because we're talking about it's it. very uh, smart long game clever got us. clever long con. Got us, girl. i i have a question is faster necessarily better with a unregulated thing that you can drive into traffic <laughs> how fast is i mean is fastness the goal i i know i guess anyone on them is in a hurry that their feet can't get them in a car or a bike can't but i, I, I guess if you're being charged by the minute you want speed oh, yeah, yeah. But, it, but how fast is too fast yeah how fast do they go does anyone know uh well i the i rode one for about a minute uh one night and i have a whole story but when i look down they have a little like odometer uh or yeah like the only thing that that tells the speed, and I think it said speedometer. Oh, that would be cool though if it's like if it if it kept track of all the miles. How many miles it's been racked up? Yeah. Uh, and I believe like when I looked down at, at peak speed, it was like nineteen maybe, like nineteen miles an hour. Okay, which wow. is not that does not sound like a lot, but it totally is. Yeah. If you're like some, you know, uh, well. So in my case, I'll just tell the story. Yeah, okay, please. So this is Steve Marino, folks. Uh, so some friends, <laughs> some friends and I were walking home from a night out on the town. Uh, not gonna lie, what we, did you do? 
well, it was a Wednesday night. We were at uh, Wednesday Church. night karaoke at the Root Cellar with Dave Walter. Um, you know, it was about three in the morning. Uh, we had some libations, uh, uh, while we were there. So we weren't, uh, at our keenest. Um, but we were walking home and I, uh, you know, there's, you know, there's just going to be one in your path no matter where you go. Cause they're everywhere. I buy $10 worth of credits and we all take turns riding them. Um, and within about two minutes, uh, one friend sprained his ankle and the other friend chipped her tooth. <laughs> this, ha- and it happened so, so quickly that I, I mean, I barely even got to ride the thing. Uh, you know, you know, of course, cause like after the, 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 you know the accidents and the chip tooth. It was like, all right, we gotta we gotta end this ride and walk home. Uh, and it was uh, that. Uh, that's been my only experience with the scooters. Is just pure, just a disaster, <laughs> total disaster. Uh, and that's kind of you know that 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 coupled with like just the like the sheer amount and how like ugly it is just to like see like you know a dozen scooters on one street corner that's why i voted uh for disliking or not you know approving of the scooters because they you know the idea is fine but on the on 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 the like the execution was very was very poor it's kind of how i feel like i I, there are there are certain aspects of them that i'm like oh that's positive that's cool i'm into it uh, but then that it's just some like tech entrepreneur who is overwhelming municipalities across the country, forcing them to deal with his company in this way that is really, uh, uh, feels, um, parasitic to me yeah. in this way that I really hate. Yeah. that That's an interesting thing too, is to think about the scale at which they're around right now, and and who knows, you know, we're going to be, you know, this is going to be going out around the airwaves into the future, and so maybe these will all be the all the, the, the herd will be thinned, like like the like the deer that that we worry the so much about locally. Call. The scooter call will As have happened. Speak, it's icy out there, right? What's going on? At yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, they could be removing them, but but the interesting thing was being in um, Washington D.C. just last weekend. And seeing some scooters and different scooters, different scooter brands that I hadn't seen before, weird purple ones, scooters that were even tinier than the original birds that I saw around, but that there were maybe three in a given, like, 20-minute walk around the city. And this is like, you know, Adams Morgan, this is like where I would imagine they think hip young scooter riding people would be. And there were three, as opposed to you walk down one city block and they're not only blocking every bike rack, they're blocking the sidewalk, they're blocking parking spaces, they're blocking alleys. And so it just seems like the volume here is the same volume that might be in, oh, I don't know, one of the 10 largest cities in America. And that (laughs) seems a little weird. I mean, I know there's a lot of college students, but they can't all be in a jiffy and not being in an Uber or a Lyft or their own car. I don't know. It just seems like uh, there's a Eugene Ionesco play called Rhinoceros. 
And uh, it was uh, meant to be a kind of a metaphor about the rise of fascism, because everything in experimental theater was that way after World War II. Uh, but I think that you could do it now about birds and limes. No, I don't think anyone would want to see it, but it is that thing like sl- slowly this whole German vill- or you know, I think it's supposed to be Germany. Everyone turns into a rhinoceros, except for this one character who thinks it's kind of strange that this is happening. They made a movie out of it, actually, with Gene Wilder and uh, Zero Mostel, I think after oh. the producers. Um, but it's that kind of creepy thing of like, at first there's like three scooters, and then there's, like you said... There's limes and birds, and then there's birds versus limes, and then yep. the limes keep going, and then there's bigger birds. I used to be able to Big throw bird. them pretty easy into a dumpster, and I did um, a lot, but now they're heavier, and I, oh. it's, it's harder for me to get a good toss of the uh, of the birds. I threw one in the back of my van. Actually, I've done this twice. I did it with a bird and with a lime. Threw one each in the back of my van on my way home from work one night <laughs> just to kind of uh, kidnap it. Yeah. For a while. And also then I was going to uh, drive it way out of town and just abandon it. <laughs> right um, on a rail. And I did that with one of them. Uh, I forget where I left it, but I really went out there. there there's been one. <laughs> Someone had to retrieve it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like person is trying to make ends meet. Like, <laughs> God, I got to drive out on Spencer to get this scooter. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're more robust. I wish they. I did see one yesterday though. I was walking to get some food at work last night, and I saw one on Kirkwood, laying over, kind of in front of uh, Chipotle there, and it had been snapped in half. The only thing holding it together were the wires, uh, and it was nice to see, see that. See, what's yeah. funny is that it's like, there, who, like, there's oh, there's no repercussions. Yeah, who's gonna do anything? Like, about you it? can do whatever you want to these things. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't matter because no one's gonna know that you that you did it. And it's like on them just being around. It's like um, you know maybe if you you know buy the uh, you know get the app and, you know you know purchase you know credits you know you like agree to something that says if you destroy it you know you're liable. Yeah. But like if you don't pay for it and you just feel like throwing like throwing it off of a parking garage, it's like <laughs> there's no one. To stop you from doing that, yeah, I, d- it, it, I just think it's so funny. Like you can do whatever you want to these things, and it doesn't matter. It's like y'all sound like anarchists. Yeah. I I feel that though. I feel that because I feel like it's an anarchist uh, or hyper capitalist way of dealing with this, uh, with introducing a business. It feels really aggressive and it feels out of the out of the ordinary yeah and so that's kind of why I feel like what Steve was describing like this sort of just like Wild West I was telling the guys at work like I feel like I ought to be messing with them so they can fix so, because they're figuring out all the ways that people are gonna be messing <laughs> with them and it feels just like open season yeah. not because I even really hate them all that much but it just feels like they're toying with with us yeah. in a way that is a little bit it's fun. The wi- it's the wild west, it, like for this owns um, kind of like technology, and like I heard someone say, like I, um, they're probably they're probably you know probably just doing this and seeing how much money they can make in this like you know period yeah. of time where they're they're, they're not re- you know you know there's no regulation, like l- like let's just try and make a bunch of money uh, off of like off these you know people who I don't know yeah it's it's. I mean, it's 
some yeah some persons are just making a bunch of money and i watched an interview with the bird ceo guy mm-hmm. and that's basically what he said he was like we've got this idea it's hot we're gonna try it out we will work with any any city where we have them if they want to regulate them we will work with them like happily enter into discussions or whatever but as long as there are no laws we are going to continue doing whatever we want but if they want to introduce some laws they you know uh, some places have booted them out which i don't think they want that but he was like let's talk regulation regulate us no problem you know who also worked that way was uh, bootleggers in the 1920s <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like oh sure no city hall wants to deal with us we'll make a deal until then we're gonna keep yeah. killing each other in the streets no oh oh you you want to figure out where the speakeasies go oh sure let's talk and and just to that point i i was uh Early in the morning, I woke up early on a Sunday morning with some bolt cutters, and I was cutting. I'll tell you, limes are hard to cut the the, the wires of, but but birds aren't. And there were some uh, there were some folks. Uh, there were some uh, guys I think who were I, you might describe them as maybe uh, uh, at risk or, or or I don't know if they were homeless, but they they were the only ones around. They said, "Do you work for the company?" They thought I was maybe fixing. Oh them. yeah. And I said, "Oh no no, I'm I just told them I'm just trying to cut these wires because I don't like them. I don't think they should be there." And they're like. Well, good for you, man. And I gave them some change. And uh, I su- they said they were going to go get some breakfast. And I said, well, if on your way, you wouldn't mind. And I didn't get to finish my sentence. They're like, oh, we'll knock some over for you, buddy. <laughs> and, and maybe that's the solution is that, uh, you know, we can find a common ground in our dislike for uh, yeah. a little bit of a tech disruption. We can, all, we can all get a little closer as a community if we, <laughs> if we unite in our... Or dislike of these birds. I, I will say any vandalism towards them that I have seen uh, feels futile. Yeah. But it is satisfying in this way that it's like, like I said. I saw that one yesterday that was broken in half. And it was like I'm glad to see that, but there are 50 of them on the next street. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shouting they, into the void a little bit. They added those rainbow LED underlights to them, yeah. so now if they're knocked mm-hmm. over. They're even more visible yeah. and like contributing to the psychic pollution. Like that, you just can't win. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you can't. You can't win, but you can fight. And and <laughs> and that is probably a bad credo, but that's probably the credo of my whole life up to now, at least. Is that the knowledge that you're not going to win leads you to just kind of want to fight a little Scrap bit more. Scrap a little. <laughs> yeah. I will say they're really fun to ride. Yeah, I did Even one ride. All, like concept aside. Yeah. It's just wee like <laughs> you're just zipping around. <laughs> like this thing's got some torque. It is. It's Segway technology. Yeah. Oh, I didn't right. know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And on it's their, way cooler than a Segway. Uh, they they uh, g- and they're pretty intuitive too. Like there's just like the thumb throttle and you know, like the brake. I mean they're really easy to use, just not when you're like Intoxicated. Have right? you guys Which all been in Bloomington long enough to remember the Segway cop downtown? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, that was wonderful. There used to be a downtown patrol officer on a Segway all the time. And you would just see him zipping <laughs> around like on like around the B-Line or down Kirkwood. And it was the goofiest thing. So it was the same guy? It was the same guy. Yeah, it was the, it was so the Segway cop. Do you think... He, so, like, if he got, you know, like, someone messed with him, would, like, do you think he would go after them in, in the Segway or just, like, 
chuck it and start and like chase the birds. really hard to say i don't because know because it's like this things don't go that fast i don't know what the point of the segue i mean he didn't last long i don't know what yeah. the point of the segway cop was so i was in um orlando uh, for a wedding and i was in downtown orlando like on a saturday night and i saw all like all these cops on on bikes and i thought it was just really funny to see like these you know big like like burly cops on on like mountain bikes and stuff <laughs> like what like how is that better than just being on like on foot like what it like if you're on a bike it's like i don't know you have an apparatus to deal with yeah 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 i don't know if i wonder if the police get involved in a foot chase just across the country <laughs> there's a foot chase involved how often does the perp escape Versus get apprehended or worse. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends on, on like, what kind of shoes the cop <laughs> <Yeah>. is wearing. Yeah. <laughs> and well, what well, kind of it, obstacles and terrain. Well, you know, yeah. it's like you've seen the, you know, those like, you know, Spike TV shows that are like, like, uh, all like police chases and like, you know, like, you know, guys trying to like run from the cops and it's like. But, you know, as we'll find out, it's really hard to run from, you know, law enforcement. It's like some, like, they're, yeah, the law always, you know, catches up to you. I mean, it seems like it happens, like, very rarely that that people get away. Well, well, you know, you know, the only solution is, and I I think maybe now, a month in the future, two, two months in the future, wherever we are, we, we may find this happening. The only solution, you have to fight fire with fire sometimes. We need to issue the cops their own scooter scooter cops division. Yeah. S- the scooter squad. We do need a scooter squad. <laughs> to patrol. Because they have, you know, they have put some rules down, even as of this recording, which is that you can't ride them on the sidewalks. Can't ride them without a helmet. Can't ride them late at night. Can't ride them drunk. And when you say rules, aren't they like... Please don't ride on the sidewalk. Yes. Please wear a helmet. And, and yet, right, but and it, it's a little bit like saying, you know, don't be sad at nighttime, where it's it's pretty hard to enforce. That's where the scooter squad would come in, mm-hmm. because those guys could go 19 miles an hour, too, and they could have whistles. Or they should get something. armored tank scooters. Yes. I think that'd be the way to go. The bird bear cat. <laughs> the, the bird, bird cat. cat. <laughs> the bird cat. The bird cat and the lime cat. Is that thing you have to have around? both. I haven't seen it lately. Yeah, the good question. Where is it? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, where is it right now? I don't know where it is right now. It's it's, it's collecting all those scooters to charge them. You get like <laughs> you get like five bucks per charge. It's pretty good. And you know, because they have all those turrets in it, you can you can charge a lot uh, at at once. Yeah. That's not necessarily true, but it could be true in the future. Get one of those uh, cigarette lighter adapter things. Plug in a power strip. Run some extension cords out the turrets. You're charging all night, baby. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Hey, uh, Mark, what do you have to say about all these scooters? Uh, uh, I don't like them. Uh, yeah, two mics. I, I don't, I don't Mark, like have them. you ridden one? No, I haven't. No? I don't, I don't intend. It's kind of funny. All the, all the bands I tour with really like them. Really? Yeah, because you can I mean, cruise around can, a new like, town. Do stuff like more stuff now. Yeah, I don't ride them. I don't have time. But people I tour with are big fans. Yeah, I think there are, are positive aspects. That is a good one. Totally. Uh, I don't like that. It's, I just, I 
can't really comprehend how people just leave them in the middle of the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. Like you'll just like walk down the street and you're like, why, why did you think this was a good spot? <laughs> right. Like, I can't. It just makes me hate people a little bit. Like I like the scooters. I don't like the people that use them. I think that's the real problem. Yeah. It's like why did you why did you put that there? I have to walk around it. Love the scooter. Hate like the it's scooter. only a matter of time, like before someone's gonna get creamed by a car in one of those. Oh yeah. Oh well. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised there was it a hasn't story happened the last yet. two weeks. Uh, some uh, kid was trying to hop the curb, you know, do a little trick, um, or over Kirkwood, and he went to he's in intensive care. Oh, my gosh. It's been happening a bunch. Uh, I think that would be very smart on their part if we started designating like spots where you're supposed yeah. to leave them. And create a deposit system where you get like a dollar back if you put it in the right spot. Totally. I think that would be an easy way to make this much more not so terrible for other people. Like, yeah. I don't have a problem with them. I just don't like seeing them in random places. It's like, really? You put it yeah. there? <clears throat> Do you think there's a parallel between people who put scooters in weird spots and, and people who don't return the uh, carts to the <laughs> like a Venn diagram I'd also like to see the, I'd like to the, if they do own a car I'd like to see what the inside of their car looks like it's probably <laughs> gross <laughs> like, they got a bunch of weird s trash like they treat their front seat like a trash can probably yeah they're one of those yeah, right. yeah, just parked in the, on the lines. <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> on its was, side. I was going. I was going to the studio today, and there was a guy riding one in front of me, and he was clearly like a construction worker because he had his construction belt on. Oh yeah, I think he like went to B Foods to get some food or something, and he was just in the middle of the road the whole time, and I was like, I can't go around you. Yeah. This is so frustrating. And he like just kept like looking at me, and I was like, What do you want me to do? <laughs> get get out of my way! <laughs> Stop. I saw a guy, I was on campus last week, and I saw a kid in a, like, a suit, essentially, not quite a suit, but dressed nice, by himself, cruising down, just in the midst of all these, uh, you know, classroom buildings, and he was doing some, like, curb jumps and stuff on him, on the way to where he was going, and he would, like, jump it, and then kind of, like, look around, <laughs> and I couldn't tell if he was, like, what'd you guys think, or if he was, like... Self-conscious, like they're technically. I'm glad I did that, but I hope no one saw it. <laughs> they're technically banned on campus. Really? That's probably why I was looking around. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I didn't know that. They're not. You're not supposed to ride them on campus. I didn't know that. Okay. So don't don't be a delinquent. Yeah, I won't. Well, I'm glad we got the scooter thing solved. Solved it. All right. Next on the agenda, <laughs> what's the next problem in town we need to uh, discuss? The deer. No. <laughs> Oh, uh, there's oh Sahara Mart. Oh yeah, uh, this came up a little yeah. while ago. I, I I did not see this article. I just heard about this in the last couple shows ago. Uh, I I want I'd like to hear more. Yeah, major tax evasion. Wait, how much? Millions. One point five million. I don't know that that's actually that a lot. Like Wesley yeah, Snipes had to go to prison for like way more than that. <laughs> Yeah, and he doesn't even have a grocery I think was, store. I think he was at like ten million. He's just some guy. Actually, he he was at twenty million. And he talked the government down to ten. Wow. And then he went to prison for a little bit. Wow. Sorry, someone just like dropped a bunch of blade knowledge on me last week. <laughs> <laughs> and that's part of it. Sahara Mart's really the Wesley Snipes of health Yo. food grocery <laughs> stores. <laughs> So who's Blooming Foods? If that's if Wesley Snipes is Sahara Mart, who's Blooming Foods? Uh, Blooming Foods is 
got to be who's just slowly downsizing. Sly Nick Stallone. Cage. Nick, St- yeah, Sly Stone. <laughs> Nick Cage. Johnny Depp. Is Blue Johnny Depp? He might. Oh, be. maybe Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. A little bit canceled. <laughs> just but can get away with some things here slowly and slowly tarnishing their reputation. Yeah. And like in trouble, and like kind of, kind of a, a wreck. But then you're still somehow in the Harry Potter franchise. That's, <laughs> that seems like Blooming Foods. Yeah, yeah. Like just hanging in there. Just hang, hanging in there. It's still a little too much. And like it seems like the Third Street one is kind of going, but you still have to like round up to not feel like a, a bum when you buy your your groceries. They're still they're still holding the line for. Some sort of charity every month. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's their store is the charity. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> which, which there, is a the puzzle. Charity was the store. Really? And yeah, sometimes yeah, Johnny truth. Depp is, you know, just in a movie about the murder of Biggie and Tupac that doesn't even get released, but I'm sure he gets paid. Yeah. Which is kind of a. I mean, that's that's kind of the same thing. It when is. When you think about it, but Sahara Mart, Sahara Mart, Sahara Mart. Which is it? I think Sahara. Sahara? I mean, we're in Indiana. We can say it however we yeah. want. This yeah. might be a Reese's Pieces scenario. Uh, where it's uh, like you mean Reese's Pieces. Some of the joy is saying, like, Sahara Mart. <laughs> like, right. The, uh, yeah. It's all like Louisville or Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. I'm, I'm going to try to do it the opposite. I'm going to start saying Sahara Mart. Sahara Mart. <laughs> do a little, <laughs> like a little Irish. <laughs> little, yeah. Oh, yeah. A little, yeah, little like Minnesota thing. Sahara. Mm. That's, that's hard. That's, that's Sahara Mart. Sahara Mart. <laughs> so, uh, I can't do it right. So 1.5 million in in tax evasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. They also <laughs> the claim all their employees are volunteers. That's great. Yeah, that's very. Weird. They haven't. Yeah, volunteer run for the last 25 years. Uh, how long have they been here? I don't know the answer to that actually. I have a book called Monroe County in Focus. I think or something like that. Just like a book about. Places around Monroe County. Of course you do. From uh, well, it was only a dollar from the <laughs> library bookstore, and that was I published I think in the uh, maybe early nineties, late eighties. Okay, even cool. It was, it's an older book. So they've been and around a, a while. And there's a picture of Sahara Martin there. It's it's the owner and maybe his wife in like a back storeroom, and it was neat because you can see all the stock in the back, and you can realize that that stock is actually probably you still know, there. It, and it's still, still there. Still there. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> is it expired then? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was new Dust then, it but it's 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 been there so long. Uh, some bad news is that I just got a text from a friend of mine recently, and she said, "Hey, heads up, Sahara Mart, Sahara Mart, Sahara Mart is uh, selling Blenheim ginger ale, which is my favorite thing to drink in the world. I haven't been over to get any yet, and now it sounds like they're all going to jail. You better hurry up, so I need to get over there quick." Help them. You probably get. If I buy enough, they can probably dig get. Where, where am I gonna go to get my, uh, to my, uh, 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 my like uh, my giant like olive, uh, jars? <laughs> like where am I gonna go to? I get need my a giant salami of olives <laughs> in those giant glass jars. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. It's just in the corner of the store. Like who gets those olives, man? <laughs> when no one's looking, sometimes I bob for olives in there. <laughs> you do. That that's the thing about that store, and and including the, all the expiration date stuff, is that it's basically it's not a health food store. It's not really a grocery store. You could call it that, but I think it's just, and it's a little foreign, maybe you know, to to Indiana. But it's basically just an enormous bodega. Yeah. If like a bodega got hit with radioactive <laughs> chemicals or like you know, ion or something like that, and it just grew and everything kind of like like got kind of like lumpy and yeah, exactly. It's like the Chernobyl effect, <laughs> bodega. 
they just keep and like that's why the Jarjellas are, are bigger. The translation Sahara Mart for Chernobyl. Bodega. I think yeah. yeah. So, I think it's pronounced Sahara Mert though. That's 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 the Russian. Hey, uh, be on the lookout for my next album, uh, uh, Chernobyl uh, Bodega. <laughs> it's gonna be out on uh, I don't know, Sahara Mert. Mert. All right, so that's resolved. Well, I'm, I'm not done. Okay, I, I just wanted to mention I bought a lot of Christmas gifts at Sahara Mart. Oh, uh, Sahara Mart backwards is trauma house. Yeah, by the way, so, so you know. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> nice. My siblings and I would buy each other beer for Christmas, and Sahara Mart always had like a really weird Exotic stock beers. of beers. So I, I think I've done probably like four or five years of Christmas shopping at, at that spot. And you have six siblings, or eight they're, siblings. They're not real. Um, oh. they're step. <laughs> siblings ah. they exist they, yeah they're people but they're not real <laughs> siblings <laughs> but how many uh three okay yeah yeah i apparently have a nephew now oh wow congrats uncle tim yeah. <laughs> no okay <laughs> i mean it's cool yeah it's not my thing yeah not your thing to be <laughs> be an uncle i get it hey i get it jared's rubbing his eyes over there i see He's starting to look oh, like no, Sleepy okay. Jared. I'm just tired. Tired <laughs> <laughs> all the bad news. Yeah. So we are approaching 1 a.m. Culver's is in, in real town. Time. Miles, let's hear your take oh on it. Gosh. Oh, my God. My experience at Culver's was out of this world. It you went. Uncanny. You've been. I went. Great. I mean, from the get-go, the parking lot situation is just expansive. Yeah, and weird. Huge. Yeah, I was like, there cannot, like... There was one spot in the parking lot when I pulled in. Wow. Too. I was like, there is no way all of these people are inside of this uh, building. I realized that about half of them were behind the counter. I swear yeah. the like employee to customer ratio is like off the charts. There was like two guys at every register. While um, we're talking about the parking lot, my favorite thing about the parking lot, did you notice there is a section of parking lot that's probably 50 feet or 70 feet long mm -hmm. that you can neither enter nor exit <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite part it's right it's the side it's the part that's parallel to the street when you pull into the drive there's a sign that says do not enter and when you go around to the other side of it in the parking lot side there's a big sign that says do not enter and it's just this little section where you just can't go in there even though it would be the ideal place to go to leave or come in. It's very weird. Can, can, can we, I, I want to hear more, can, can we back up just a little bit for, for a layman? I, I, I've heard the name Culver's and, and around wh work, where, where, where I work and, and where, you, where you work, Mike, mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of excitement. It seems like sort of, you know, a, lo a lot of positive excitement. I don't really know, beyond that it serves, I think, a kind of American food, I don't really. Could, could you give me like the like elevator pitch of Culver's? Jared's man. Oh yeah, I I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, you don't you don't have to give me the whole you know world's history, but I'm just curious. I, I don't really know what sets it apart. I've heard a lot of stuff about maybe butter on the burgers, but I don't know much else. They have butter on the burgers. I I I wouldn't say that's the selling point. Is okay. the butter on the burgers? The burgers are very good. They're kind of uh, they remind me of a uh, a steak and shake type burger but more like the burgers you might find up in the region which is a certain kind like a that's just what i've heard the regions 
Like the region? You know what the region is? It's it's like very. Where we live? <laughs> There's a region called. No, the, the region. region is just where some people it's live. Duh, it's the region. Duh region. Like, like yeah, it's a, you know, it's like Indiana that was kind of with Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, less uh, less like greasy and more buttery. You're talking like Munster? Sure. Yes. Okay. Hammond. 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 Yeah. Uh, the Gary. first Culver's I ever went to Definitely. was in uh, when I was in college. We were visiting a friend uh, up in Wisconsin, which is I think. I think it's where the chain originated. And then I would see them pop up. It seems like it's, it's they're expanding down here. They have cheese curds. Which yes. are very... That's regional. Very that, enjoyable. That was the selling point. Uh, really good crinkle cut fries. Uh, the hamburgers are very good. Uh, they also have things like meatloaf, uh, a cod filet dinner, a uh, uh, chi- all kinds of chicken strips. Um... A, a, a menu that's probably too large. All kinds of custards. The menu is a little overwhelming. Uh, lots of good custard flavors. Frozen custard flavors. I really like their strawberry malt. They make their own root beer. I prefer the diet root beer. Is, I, I Go ahead. Yeah, well, just, just not not to, to stop you, but like Howard Johnson's? If, I mean, without a hotel? Is it kind of like that? Like if you couldn't live at the Howard Johnson's? I've never been to a Howard Johnson's okay. restaurant. Sorry, that's a different region. I know what you're maybe. talking about, but okay. I've never... Yeah, there's not too many left. No, that's not. It's not. That's not in the region. That's more like I think. Well, I don't know. They were around the country back in the day, but there's still a lot in Pennsylvania. That's okay. where I stay. Anyway, but sure. custard made me think that maybe it was kind of like that. Like, uh, uh, it might be. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. They're very friendly there. Okay. Um, I've noticed. Yeah, off-puttingly so. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh, like something's is going it, on. Is yeah, like is they're it the volunteers? Midwest version of In and Out? I would say it's kind of like that. Now? Yeah. Like where we kind of obsess about how cool it is and whatnot. Yeah, kind of. I, to, I think it's more like a northern version of Chick-fil-A cause, oh. because they're so nice oh. to you. Like uh, I ordered cheese curds and the cashier was like, oh, cheese curds. Now you're speaking my language. Uh-oh. Whoa, really? And I was oh, like, wow. I don't like that. That's like an <laughs> item on your menu. Like that's your language, man. It, it's, and it's not even like a weird, it's like. It's like yeah, what they serve like to everyone who comes in the door. More than half of the people are ordering those, probably. Yeah. They're like, they think like, oh, all of these customers are going to be, are, are going to want to be talked to this way. Like, you know, be engaged, you know, in this conversation when really it's like, I just want my, my cheese curds. And like, <laughs> I, I, you know, you're nice. I appreciate that. But like, yeah. We don't have to, you know, you, you know, you like you don't have, you don't have to waste your, 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 your lines on on me. I just want some <laughs> cheese curds, man. They do get paid like fifteen dollars an hour. Or really? Wow. Which is like right. a well, handsome salary. Yeah, 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 it's kind of a humbling. Socialist conspiracy. Yeah. Definitely from California. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt about it. But yeah, it was all right. Pretty uh, good. The exact time here is 1 a.m. and Culver's is now closed. They yeah. closed at 1 a.m. Wow, that's a late night spot wow. for Bloomington. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's actually yeah. good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's nice because since Waffle House going away, I don't, just a yeah. I don't know for sure if it only said open till 1. I don't know if that means the dining area or just the drive through oh, Sure. But it might be. But if the dining area is open till 11 or 12, like that's... That's solid. Let's see if we can get 
You're calling him up? Yeah, see if you can get no, the hours. Don't call him. Hey, Steve. Why are you calling him? Hey, Steve. Steve, they're on the clock. <laughs> no, they're not. It's $15 one. $15 an hour. Yeah, yeah, they can pick up the <laughs> They may not, if they don't answer, which I wouldn't if I worked there. Yeah, well, yeah, hopefully I, they don't. I just looked for Culver's in my contacts and didn't find them. I don't know why. I, I also that. need to make a correction. I, I, When I said Sahara Mart backwards earlier, I was wrong. It's actually uh, Trauma Rajas. So I just needed to fix that. Thanks, Trauma Rajas. Isn't, that maybe that's what they'll open as. Isn't Trauma Rajas the villain in Temple of Doom? <laughs> isn't that who they sacrifice everyone to? Golly Ma! Shukti Day! Om Om Shabbat. Om Om Shabbat. Ask them how much they make. Molaram. That's that guy's name. Yeah. We're doing a poll. Welcome to, uh, thank you for calling Col- Bloomington Culver's. This is Cam. What can I, how can I help you? Oh. You, you said welcome to Culver's. I almost thought I was there. I felt like I was right there. <laughs> hey, uh, I saw that your sign. Uh, I saw your sign said you're open till one this evening is or this morning. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Was that the um, the dining area as well, or just the drive up? Uh, that was dining and drive. Both. Okay, great. Is that every evening? Uh, no, that's just Friday and Saturday. And then uh, on weeknights, what time do you close? Uh, right now, it is 11 p.m. Okay. Thank you very much. Sorry to bother you. No, Have a good evening. No, no problem. Have a wonderful evening, and we'll look forward to seeing you. We'll be there. I have a lot okay. of friends, and we're all going to go together and have a, f- uh, uh, a fun time. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. That was nice. See, that wasn't mean. I don't feel guilty about that at all. That was way too nice. I felt like we got genuine information there. But I think we were nice, too, is what I mean. Like, I, I don't feel like yeah, that oh was yeah. a, a like uh, jerky boys no, no, no. situation. <laughs> That's not what we do yeah. here. On yeah, no, no. Oh, requests. I know. I just If there was any guilt, I wanted sure. to get it out of the room. Uh, I was genuinely, <laughs> right genuinely curious about if the 1 a.m. was yeah, no, that, in its dining good. room. So uh, yeah. Friday and Saturday, it's open until 1. Well, I know what I'm doing every Saturday night now. And opening the dining Staying room open until right 11 there. on the weeknights is pretty late as well. Yeah. <laughs> Man. We're doing so our next show. There, you could go there at 10.30 a.m. at opening and stay until 1. You could, you could say past the <laughs> broadcast. And you, you they have free Wi-Fi is what I'm saying. You could do your work. Yeah. Do all that your could work. be your office. Set up your, your, your desktop oh, wow. there on yeah. a booth. I wonder if 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 I wonder if you could break through to them after a while. Like if you were there from open to close one day, oh yeah. If that like by the like you know sixth or seventh hour, all that kind of like oh now you're talking my language falls away, and they're just they're gonna like level with you. I or if it just say it would be like a midnight run thing. Like at first De Niro doesn't like Charles Grodin because he's kind of uptight and he's got to turn him into the mob or whatever. But then eventually like they're kind of buddies. But then that big dog comes in and everything's yeah, cool. Exactly. I think yeah. the rule is if you Beethoven. stay at a restaurant from 10:30 a.m. till 1 a.m., you have to buy a uh, <laughs> some kind of food item every 3 hours. Oh, really? Okay. A cup of custard every 3 hours. <laughs> that's fair. That's a rule I just that's made up. That's more yeah, than that's fair. Yeah, that's a good that's a I'd go for that rule. So you buy you first get there, you get a uh, coffee at 10:30. Breakfast custard. And then a few hours later, yeah, you get a sandwich. And then a few hours later, you get some fries few hours later, and so on. We've got two professional baristas in the room. Oh, yeah. Baristos? Baristos? Thank you for... Is that right? Incorporating that, yeah. Um, What's the uh, most egregious abuse of um, (laughs) someone coming in, getting a small cup of coffee, and then living in that place? And how how often and and what's the most egregious? You don't have to say where you work, by the way. To be honest, that... 
that doesn't bother me as long as they buy something. There's been times that people come in and I see that they're not buying anything, and then I get all like w- like worked up, and and my adrenaline starts going because I, I mean I have to tell this person they have to buy something, and then I'm usually like I wait just long enough for them to like finally come up and and buy you know buy uh, something, but but for me it's like as long as they they buy something and they're and they're not I don't know they're not like like being annoying or something like it's it's not a big deal to me personally yeah. yeah i i concur if uh if someone's a paying customer it's not a big deal i do think there's a type of person i think it's the same type of person who might leave their scooter parked in the <laughs> middle of the street who might come in to my place of business brandishing a cup from a rival coffee chain (laughs) just sit and then just not even a rival coffee chain but a national uh coffee chain that's the subject of scorn and just start working on their study project and that's that's a little rude yeah no kidding yeah speaking of rude Hate to cut you off there, but we need to take a quick break. Yeah, we do have a break coming up in about 20 seconds. When we come back for hour two of episode 30, Janelle Beasley's going to join us in the studio. Oh, all right. Right? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. All right. Mark and I will not be a part of the next segment because we have to go (laughs) home. Yeah, I wish I could do that. I am home. It just sucks here. We'll be back. Welcome back. Now things are good. I'm a my my uh, record player keeps playing two things at once. Yeah, I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, it's weird. We're back. We just heard Marty Robbins with a white sport coat and a pink carnation. Right before that, we heard Giorgio Moroder with firsthand experience at secondhand love. Not really sure what that means. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. We're joined by our uh, maybe it's like uh, you know. On the rebound, secondhand love. Someone's on the rebound. Okay, sure. And you've now experienced it. Yeah. You know what that's like. Basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Playing the post. We uh, we we sent out some correspondence out on the town to check out some local uh, entertainment, entertainment culture. Yeah. Uh, we have our generations: Siskel and Ebert, Janelle Be- uh, Beasley, and uh, Miles Grimmer here. You oh, what did you see tonight? Siskel Thank you. and Elbert. Is that what you said? <laughs> Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, which one am I? Oh, you are good the question. Good question. Uh, do you do you know who those people are, Miles? I know. 
I know who Roger Ebert is, and I have an idea. <laughs> okay. I don't know Siskel's vibe. Oh but yeah, I know Gene him Siskel. Okay. With oh, this yeah. is fun. They were a uh, they were popular. The, yeah, go ahead. They were the premier movie critics in America for uh, twenty five years, maybe yeah. something like that. And yeah. they were on like the morning news. Did they have their own show for a while? Yeah. Oh yeah, Siskel yeah. Ebert at the at movies. movies. At the movies, yeah. And it was on, uh, you know, you I wouldn't have expected you to actually see it. Now that I think about it, but. While we were growing up, before our least. time, yeah, a little bit. But while while we were growing up, I think on WGN it'd be on the yeah. like on Sunday afternoons, maybe I don't know. It was them, and then who's the guy with the big hair? Oh, Gene Shalit. Gene Shalit. It was like those. It was yeah. those were the movie critics. Movie guys, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they would be you know in an empty movie theater. Uh, kind of somewhat. You, you ever seen on cinema at the cinema? Oh, I've seen that. That's yeah. that's you know, a spoof for sure. That, on, yeah, yeah, like the, that. Yeah, exactly. I Roper. When did Roper, Eber and Roper? Siskel oh, Siskel died. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway, you guys. <laughs> Sorry to be a bummer there. <laughs> uh, Eber died Siskel. too. They both died. But you guys are alive. That's and right. You went. Do you, but you didn't see a movie. No. You we, saw a live comedy show from a living comedian. Uh, who'd you see tonight? We saw Todd Berry was the headlining act tonight at the All comedy right. at the world famous comedy act. Yeah. I, yep. I, I've seen him perform there myself. Mm-hmm. It, was it was a great first show. time. Yeah, yeah, he puts on a great show. He's a real uh, pro. He was uh, he was at uh, my work today, and we were all excited to have him there. Oh, cool! But he really just blinked. But uh, let's talk about the show. Yeah, it was hilarious. Well, first I want to say, this morning I said, Miles, I cannot wait to see Tom Barry tonight. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not even realize I got his name wrong <laughs> until he corrected me. Tom Barry has such a pop to it. Like that sounds yeah. like a a real sweet guy. Uh before Todd Barry we tried to go to Mother Bear's Pizza, but it was too crowded. So we went to Cafe Pizzeria instead. Um but we can skip that part. Yeah, we can skip that <laughs> part. Uh when we got to the show we had a great time. Um, he said some jokes from his special, but he also said some new material, and he did some of his famous crowd work. Oh, which is yeah. it's good stuff. Mostly picking on one guy the whole time. Yeah, he was a good sport. He knows how to pick him. Yeah, a solid eight to nine out of ten show. Say it again. Eight to nine out of ten. Oh, okay. Eight or nine. Eight I or nine pick. out of ten. What? Uh, I what are the comedy items? The, the laughing Rubber face. chickens. Rubber chickens, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Good I'd probably choice. give it... Good choice. Eight, eight rubber chickens. Eight rubber chickens. Wow. All right. But I haven't been to too many comedy shows. I, en- I enjoyed it. Yeah. What's a ten... Whoa. <laughs> I've lost my... I've lost my thing here. What's a ten... What's a ten out of ten? A ten out of ten rubber chickens. I think that would be a comedy show that really fundamentally alters my perception of uh, what is comedy. Something that's really challenging to you. Something that's really challenging. Whereas an eight or nine uh, is something that I just leave mildly amused from. So there's a real gap. It's hard to cross the threshold. It's also gauged by the amount of times he uh, audibly laughed, which would be eight or nine. Yeah. I think my microphone is... Away. What percentage of the time you're laughing? Like, what percentage oh, of jokes yeah. make you 
laugh. That's kind of how I gauge it. I laughed at most of his jokes, but some of the jokes I was like, all right. <laughs> you know. That's a could joke. Could be funnier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't have headphones on, so we... Oh. Oh, What's here up? we go. Oh, there, I'm uh, back. Uh, my mic died for a minute, but I think I'm back in business. I think you're back in business. Yeah, I think everything's good now. Back in business? Yeah. Ooh. Sorry about that. Back in Business is the name of the song that plays during the uh, crime montage in the 1990 film Dick Tracy. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, yes, it yeah. does. Yeah. Are you a fan of that film, Niall? I would have one or two, or one of two films rented um, every week from, I think, the <laughs> Kroger video uh, uh, rental zone. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but how much younger than me are you guys? Are you like in... I was born 1990. Okay, that's not too much younger. I'm I'm 88. Yeah, so. I'm 26. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like on Niall said, I'm 88, and you said I'm, I'm 26. <laughs> I, I'm 86. I remember when there was there was just a Model T Ford, and then there was a Model A Ford. No, what? Well, so yeah. So, but you know, a video store and a grocery store isn't so crazy to think. Yeah. But I would either rent Dick Dick Tracy, or uh, Beetlejuice. Oh uh, yeah. Every week because that's all I, I yeah. wanted to see. And so uh So you probably could have purchased the, the film with the money <laughs> yeah. you spent. Well, I, and the reason I got yes. There, or my mother could have. Yeah. Um I got so excited when you said the song. Do you know who made the music for, for all, all all the songs? Is that Danny it, Elfman? Uh in Dick Tracy, no, it's even oh. crazier. It's Stephen Sondheim. The oh, famous uh, okay, Broadway yeah. Song guy did Little Night Music and Sweet Charity and uh, oh gosh, what are the big ones? Company, Assassins. Uh, I'm really I am 88 because I know all these <laughs> these uh, musicals, but 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 so uh, yeah, I was was shocked to to know that. But then it kind of makes sense because those songs are pretty catchy. Yeah, I uh, I was obsessed with Dick Tracy. Oh yeah, in the lead up to the movie and when it came out and everything, uh, I went and purchased what I thought was the soundtrack. <laughs> at Target on cassette tape. When I got it home, I realized it was actually the uh, Dick Tracy-themed Madonna album, and it's all Madonna <laughs> songs. Oh, no. And I was not into Madonna at that yeah, time. I, yeah. I like her music now. Sure, but Back sure. then, I was like, this is not for me. I think right. I returned it. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's always an embarrassing moment when you're excited for something, and then it's not, especially as a kid, what you expected or wanted. I, I remember, like, there. I think I, I had a similar thing where I thought I was getting... Um, the Batman soundtrack when I was really getting like radio shows about Batman that had been packaged <laughs> to cleverly look similar to the Batman Forever yeah. poster. <laughs> like it was kind of green and, and black, but it, it was just different enough that uh, I, I was really upset. That Batman Forever soundtrack was pretty good. Oh, wow. Yeah. You what got was on that? U2. U2. Seal. Sunny Day Real Estate. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was there, was there maybe a... Um, Oh gosh, not Soundgarden, but isn't there? It was there was someone mm, kind of edgy. Yeah, I don't remember on there. There was not. I don't think. I think it was just in the credits. Um, but but I tell you that YouTube music video pretty freaky. I don't remember the video, but I do like that song. Bono keeps changing from like kind of a devil guy who's not really the Joker, but like a oh, devil is it McFisto? It might be McFisto, <laughs> and then he changes, and but he keeps tearing off his like skin. And then he becomes Batman, but then he tears that off and he's back to this devil guy. It's pretty freaky. Okay, I've got the... Uh, oh, wow. Okay, I, yeah, I've got the um, track list here. 
Oh, nice. Listen to these bands who are on the Batman Forever soundtrack. This is 1995. Wow. You two, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. What a song. PJ Harvey. What? Really? Brandy. <laughs> yep. Seal. Massive Attack. No. Really? What What song? What, what's the it's Massive Attack cover. song? It's a cover. Okay. The Hunter Gets Captured by the Game. Ooh, evocative. Yeah. It's uh, Massive Attack and Tracy Thorne doing a Marvelettes oh, cover. Tracy Thorne. Wow. From uh, Everything But the Girl. Eddie Reader. Hmm. Don't know. Don't know that one. No. Mazzy Star. Sure. Nice. The nice. Offspring doing a The Damned cover. That's, I think, who I was thinking of. Nick Cave. Really? Yeah. What song? There is a Light. Oh, weird. <laughs> Method Man. <laughs> Perfect. Michael Hutchins? I don't hmm. know who that is. No. Doing an Iggy Pop cover. All right. The Devlins. Sunny Day Real Estate. And get this, The Flaming Lips. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. That, oh, yeah, that's a good song. That's the song when uh, Jim Carrey's really sad and he's deciding to be the Riddler. Oh. And it's like his theme music. It's uh, He's going home to his like sad apartment Bad with all days. these puzzles. That's the name yeah, of the song. Yeah, yeah. Bad Days. You know who plays his boss in that movie? Uh, Ed Bigley Jr., the great uh, funny man. Uh, yeah. Ed oh, Bigley, wow, yeah. Bigley Jr. from... Um, St. Elsewhere. Yeah. From all those Christopher right. Guest movies. Right. And he's sure. the dad, I think, on that Netflix show of... Uh, Another uh, comedian. What's her name? Oh, gosh. Why am I blanking on it? Oh, shoot. She's got all the voices. That's not going to narrow it <laughs> oh, down. Oh, he's not in Grace and Frankie, is he? Wait. It's it's not that. No, it's, um. oh, gosh. Lady Dynamite is the name of the... the, the oh, s- oh the Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford. Show. Gosh, yeah, thank sure. you so much. Yeah, I was really blanking on that. It, it's a little late. Let me ask you guys this. Names. Knowing that collection of artists sure. on a soundtrack, what grade, what letter grade do you think... Entertainment Weekly gave that soundtrack. Of course, we're not hearing the songs. You're just guessing based on the artists. But sure, I I'm gonna guess a B plus. And okay. I, I'm I think my knowledge of Entertainment Weekly's kind of uh, sensibility is weighing into that. But I'm I'm sticking with B plus. Jared, what do you think? Uh, C plus. Janelle. Yeah, mostly because you asked the question. <laughs> I'm gonna say C. I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna I'm gonna say just just a solid a solid A. All right, one. ready? Yeah, hit me. B minus. Right. Oh wow. Huh. Yeah, okay. pretty middling. Uh, did Robert Chris Chriscal Chriscal review it? We don't. We have an all music, a Vox, and an Entertainment Weekly. Okay. I always like to see what the Village Voice has to yeah. say. Those are pretty <laughs> pithy <laughs> and amusing. <laughs> Take really taking apart that Batman. Well, he may have. Track. These are the ones that are listed on the Wikipedia entry. Sure. Guess who the producer of this soundtrack was? Who? Trent Reznor. Close oh, wow. sonically, but no. Uh, one more hint. When I say sonically, I mean the sound of his name, not the sound of his music. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh, Trey. Nope. RZA. The RZA. RZA. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They uh they really don't make movie soundtracks like this anymore. No. And I'll, I don't know about all I don't know how many of these songs, but a fair number of these songs are I think are exclusive to the soundtrack. The Sunny right, Day Real yeah. Estate song I know is not. I guess I don't I, the U2 song is. 
I don't know about the rest. I, I think but. that Nick Cave one might be only because having uh, listened to a lot of Nick Cave in my my younger years, I, I think that one's only on like this like you know rarities and B sides collection ah. when he was doing. He also did a, a re- song that they rejected for Scream Three. Oh wow! Which no I was kidding. surprised. I was like, that's a little uh, brassy of Scream Three to reject. Uh, what Nick Cave gives you. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I watched uh, 20,000 Days on Earth this week. Oh, yeah. You seen that? I, I did. It, it, a weird, it's a weird one, especially now that uh, he has like the other sadder documentary about him. That I didn't out. see that one, but I'd yeah, like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you make of it? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I love how they toy with the notion of what, like, Jess asked me when I started, like, she's like, is this a film or is this a documentary? And right, I was like, right. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really fun. And he's yeah. just so... He's intense, but his humor comes out a lot in that one, which oh, I like. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, th- I think those Australian... I, I don't know what it is about being Australian, but it seems like the famous people who are Australian, at least th- that I know of, it seems like they all have like a, a pretty wry sense of humor about it all. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Pretty into it. Yeah. Yeah. And him making tea with that bearded fella in his band, telling that Nina Simone story. Oh, it's wonderful. That, and it, well, okay, great. so actually, I, th- I thought that too when I was telling someone, maybe Rob actually, our buddy Rob, about the movie oh, earlier, yeah, yeah, which yeah. made me want to watch it again. I said the same thing. I was like, oh, he's talking to Warren Ellis about Nina Simone. Yeah. Turns out he talks to someone else, and I forget who now, about Nina Simone earlier, and then they, when he's with Warren Ellis, he's like, oh, tell us that Nina Simone story. And he starts telling that story, but then that kind of turns into a story about Jerry Lee Lewis. That oh, is crazy. really? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty great. I forgot that. Yeah. Pretty good. Although, that's those are two people that you would want to have some good stories about. <laughs> I know. The fact that Jerry Lee Lewis is, even at this moment, still still with us. He's out there. Is incredible. The killer. Yeah. The killer. He can't be killed. <laughs> can't kill the killer. <laughs> that's the rule. I keep... Uh... What do you got, Jared? Oh, uh, well, I was trying to time out our call... I was thinking we could do it closer to now, if that works. Yeah. we're all here. That way we don't run up to the end of the show. Oh, sure. So. Yeah. We'll Working s- on it? Or is it all set? Uh, we'll see. How, give me give me one second. Okay. You got it. Working on seeing what this message says. Speaking of Sunny Day Real Estate being on this soundtrack, I'm a massive fan of that band. They're one of my favorites. And uh, today, this very day, earlier, I was at work. And I got a notification that um, the Fire Theft album. Do you guys, do you guys all know the distorted history of Sunny Day Real Estate? Or, I, uh, I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> um, so they kind of like broke up the band a few times. After they broke up the third, fourth time, three fourths of the band reformed under a new name and made one record. And. Uh, I paid way too much money for that record on vinyl today. It's being reissued. It's <laughs> never been on vinyl before. And I I spent a lot of money on it, which was embarrassing. What's what's the name How of what's much? the name of the record? The Fire Theft is <laughs> the oh, name of the band and the name of the album. Yeah, yeah. it's a self-titled record. Uh, like thirty-two bucks. But it's a double that's, album. That's, that's I thought that's you were gonna standard. say like two hundred. Yeah. Bucks. Oh yeah, no, 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 like no, 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 no. Japanese import. No, no. Chrome. I don't have that vinyl. kind of money. No. Uh, the the lights are flashing over here. I think we got a call on the hotline. Oh, is there a call oh. coming in? Uh, Mike, can you? It'll be coming through the the, the speakers there, so I can hear it, right? Oh, it should be. Okay. Are is sure? it coming in now? Uh. <laughs> the call? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. 
Let's see if it works. I hear it ringing. It does appear to be ringing. Hello? Hello, Jake Fogelnest. You're on the air. Okay. I, what did I agree to be on the air of? Unspoken request with Jared and Mike. Okay. Hi, Jared and Mike. Hi, Jake. I'm on, I'm on the air. What's going on? Hey, we're doing our 24-hour marathon show. Uh, we're only uh, eight hours in with 16, what? 16 what? hours to go. What time is it there? What time is it here? It's one. It's only one thirty-four a.m. What time is it there? It's uh, ten thirty-four p.m. So okay. it matches up exactly. That makes yeah. Uh, that all with, checks out. Yeah, and uh, and where and where can I can I listen to this uh, somewhere? So here's the deal: we have this radio show. It airs yeah. every other Sunday night from one to three a.m. on the local community station WFHB, and then it's up as a podcast. Gotcha. Uh, but what we're doing tonight is we're recording 12 of these two-hour shows back-to-back for 24 hours straight uh, for no good reason, really, uh, just to, to work out some kinks in our operation and uh, stay up all night. And uh, then they will be aired every two weeks for the next uh, uh, six months. Six months. <laughs> six months. <laughs> So we just need to have some real. We've been trying to have some real evergreen topics, like gotcha. Like, you're ba- so all right, I get it. You're banking content. We're banking content, baby. You're right. You know you're the banking how- co- You're banking content, and uh, you and get it. I, I, yeah, I totally get it. Uh, the uh, the only flaw in your plan is the uh, staying up for 24 hours to do it. <laughs> You know, it's the dumbest thing we've ever done, Jake. It's pretty dumb. This yeah. is Mike. Like- this is my best friend, Mike Adams, uh, Jake. Uh- Hello, Mike Adams. Hi, Jake. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Hey, it's a pleasure to speak with you. So, so, uh, all right. So, let's bank some content. We're fellas. doing it. All right. So, as you can I, tell, I, okay, go before, ahead. Before Jared gets too far, th- this is the second time we've explained what we were doing to someone, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, you're just racking up stuff." And I just want to impress upon you, Jake, that. That didn't actually enter our minds until much later when it was like, oh, this is actually going to benefit us rather than just being a crazy thing that we're doing. My idea was like, it would be like like the Jerry Lewis telethon. Uh, But the only thing that's similar is that we're staying up late. Right. You're also not raising any money for muscular dystrophy. No, no. You know, I mentioned that to Mike and he was like, no way. (laughs) Those kids... What? Just kidding. He did not see it. But yeah, uh, because let, it's airing let, every two weeks from the future, it would just be confusing to the people actually finally hearing this. But speaking of raising money, uh, you've raised a lot of money re- lately on I the raised, internet. I raised uh, I raised three hundred dollars. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Not bad. He uh, yeah. he auctioned off a, a personalized mixtape. From the king of all mixtapes, Jake Fogelness, and raised three hundred dollars for wow. uh, Rain, a good cause. I, I don't know if I'm the king of all mixtapes. There's a lot of people. So, who I'm are, sorry, who, media, king yeah, of all I, media. I, I, <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know if you're. Are you, are you familiar with Howard Stern? Yeah. Oh, I, the rings a bell. <laughs> yeah, would, I, he, yeah, he's sort of. Uh, he I sort know. of claimed that. Claim that title. Uh, I, uh, I did. I did. Um, I wanted to do something. Uh, more than just write a check and uh i'll tell you i'll tell you what happened is i i I, i'll go all the way back i i found that i needed a hobby um 
something that wasn't work related. So I said, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to become one of those jerks that uh, like uh, cares about his record collection <laughs> and, uh, and, and just fully embrace that. Like, oh, yeah, no, I should upgrade to a, uh, the, uh, the 2M Red uh, uh, cartridge uh, like that guy. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm not uh, so ostentatious that I got the 2M blue, but uh, I, I became that guy. And uh, and then, you know, then that led to me saying, well, now I need a tape deck. And uh, and I got a tape deck. And then um, I was like, oh, I'm making mixtapes. And then what happened was you heard of this Brett Kavanaugh guy. Oh, yeah. Oh. He was in the news like uh, a few weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so a few, yeah, mo- a few yeah, months ago, actually, now that this yeah, is airing. Yeah, I don't he's know the guy that fought airing, the U2 singer, right? No, uh, UB40. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I was, I, I was like, well, that guy's, that guy's a real jerk. And then yeah. I didn't, and like, um, you know how people have um, uh, misplaced anger, so they just um, uh, 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 put it on Twitter oh, and sure. argue back and forth? Yeah, I refuse to do that anymore. Um, uh, because it's, uh, a, a bad, uh, company and, uh, and, uh, what do I get out of it? I'm not going to change anybody's mind and, uh, and, uh, it's worthless. Uh, but I wanted to do something more than just write a check. And I said, Hey, I have the Twitter. What if I made a mixtape and I tweet out a link to the people that like me because they've chosen to follow me, maybe somebody will uh, uh, bid on it and I'll raise like a hundred bucks or something. But then I raised 300 bucks and um, I, uh, this guy, uh, uh, Tim bought the tape and we raised the money and it was a, ni- it was a nice thing. And then I talked to some other people, they want to make tapes and it's like, and now all of a sudden I got a, a bunch of Max L, old Max L tapes that I'm stockpiling. So that's what's going on with me. All right, that's great. <laughs> hey, uh, we also wanted to talk to you and get some uh, as a as a broadcaster who's had his own radio show. We need some advice on uh, on running our radio show. We're still pretty new at this. Sure. Well, okay. One uh, step number one: you don't have to do it for twenty four <laughs> hours straight. <laughs> okay. Uh, Did you uh, write this uh, down, uh, Mike? I'm writing. Okay, yeah, I'm making you. notes now. Thank you. Gra- grab a pen. Yeah, got uh, it. It's uh, it's it's unnecessary, and um, <laughs> it's a it's a stunt that also um, like I can understand if you were doing a twenty four hour broadcast right. that mm-hmm. was live. Yep. But w- the, from what you're saying, this is just going to be doled out in segments oh, over yeah. a period of time. So the uh, so it, it's it's uh, yeah it's. Uh, useless what you're doing is jake, useless do you know what <laughs> jake do you know what podcasts are i do yeah and you've heard I, of I, uh, I, there was one a few a while back it was called serial yes very yes. famous it did it did very well yeah, uh, it was, a, it so, was a mystery yeah who, who killed a real who who? Killed laurel palmer <laughs> that's right <laughs> so we kind of thought we'd capitalize on that approach where it's something that unfolds over all this time like much too long and right. uh, we kind of say right. the same stuff over and over and over again. 
and like and Nick Thornburn uh, like uh, hit, uh, plays a few notes on a Casio. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Like we order a pizza, but it doesn't show up for two weeks later through the power of radio. Oh, okay. Say, so it's a cereal. Now yeah. You're, you're, yeah, I see. Now you're starting to sell me on the idea. You okay. know, we've really yeah. been. Uh, there's maybe the, the maybe late, you're geniuses. The, uh, <laughs> The latest arc has been uh, about this new uh, fast food chain that just opened in Bloomington this week <laughs> called Culver's. You've ever, ever heard of it? Uh, no. Why would I have heard of a, a fast food chain in Bloomington, Indiana? <laughs> well, it's a regional chain. Okay. But yeah. But, but what, what's, the deal, Still, what's the deal with it? Uh, well, they have great cust- frozen custard, uh, cheese Ooh. curds, oh. uh, uh, excellent customer service. Okay. Ample parking. They put butter on the hamburgers. <laughs> they do. All right. I don't want butter on my hamburger. Yeah. That's a weird thing they do here in Los Angeles, California, where I'm uh, talking to you from right now, is uh, they put mayonnaise on a hamburger. Ugh. Oh, I do that. Why? It, it tastes good. Like, it tastes good. But, but, and if it's a little it's warm, like, it's even better. Yeah. It's, a, it's like assumed here that you want mayonnaise on your hamburger. I'm like. No, I don't. I can't I don't even. Wanna... I can't eat it. It's the one thing. I, I would. I would just uh, give it to Mike. Actually, probably <laughs> if I was served it, because he'll eat it. But I can't do it. Are you saying give it to Mikey? He'll eat anything. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, is pretty he much. Is. Because I life. believe that might be copyright infringement. <laughs> that's kind of our thing around here. That's that's a gag that we do. We infringe on other people's copyrights, and uh, if we do it enough, then it's like uh, we have proof that it was just for a joke. No problem. I'm not getting dragged into any sort of lawsuit, and I will <laughs> testify against both of you. I don't know you that well. Uh, Jake, so what have you been what have you been working on lately that you can tell us about? Uh, that I can tell you about? Yeah. Um, nothing. Okay. And it's really fr- it's really frustrating because it's so exciting. Like, um, there's some, like today was, I'd say today I had one of the most exciting days I've had in show business and I can't tell you anything about it Yeah, and it sucks and it drives me crazy, uh, that I can't tell you. Like it's, it's, it's terribly exciting. I had an amazing phone call, big stuff going on and I just have to keep my mouth shut. For how long? Um, How long do you have to sit on it? Well, a while. Yeah. Like, here's here's how it is. Like, I know about a thing that's going to get announced next week that I can't even talk about before I can even begin to talk about the thing. And <laughs> it's just, it's driving me nuts. I guess, well, here, I'll give you one uh, thing that I had been keeping a secret, but I see now that people are, are talking about it. And also, I don't care anymore. Um uh, I wrote uh, on the uh, upcoming season of Marvel's Runaways, <laughs> um, so I wrote an episode of that, um, which is uh, uh, coming out. Uh, I think they're releasing all the episodes on Hulu uh, in December. Uh, fair warning: uh, not very good at the superhero genre. <laughs> uh, so it's not uh, about the the musical group, the Runaways. No, and that was the confusion. <laughs> I showed up very excited. I said, yeah. oh, the creators of Gossip Girl, 
And then about four weeks into the run, and that's on me. It took me four weeks to figure it out. I said, wait, this is not about Cherie Curry and Joan Jett. Uh, uh, no, I, I, uh, I wanted to, I was, uh, invited to, uh, work with, uh, uh, I liked Gossip Girl and the OC. I thought those shows were fun. I'd never worked on an hour long show. Who doesn't want to work under the stressful conditions of Marvel? Sure. Uh, and uh, I went and did that at the beginning of this year, and uh, it's coming out at, uh, in December. So I wrote one, and, uh, and I'll, I'll never write another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I can't not, because of, not because of the people. Josh and Stephanie are amazing. It's just like, it's not my thing, dude. <laughs> well, I can't wait to watch them all and see if I can pick out the one that you wrote. The real it'll bad be, one. It'll be easy. It'll be the one that says, written by Jake Fogelmast. Oh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah, so that will be that won't be a, a, a challenge, um, but it is weird because I do um, like know everything kind of about the show, and like I could spoil like the entire. Uh, well, I don't know when is this airing. Well, we that's what know, I was going right? to say. If you want some peace of mind, this isn't going to air for about a month and a half. Yeah, still, I could, in, 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 in like with like three words, I could spoil the entire season. Oh yeah. Uh, so, but so I, so I'm, uh, uh, I'm not going to. Yeah, you better but not anyway, do that. that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that because uh, because I understand that uh, people uh, uh, like. Well, first of all, I signed a, a, a NDA, um, and uh, it, I think no, they took the stuff off my phone. They had security on my phone. Oh whoa. Just to, whoa. no, just to send an email. It was ridiculous. Working, I'll never. I I I doubt I'll work for uh, Marvel again. Uh, just because I was just like, this is insane. I just want to write stuff where people talk to each other. I don't know this <laughs> super nonsense stuff. Uh, fun, fun gig though, and uh, and I enjoyed the money. Oh sure, <laughs> that's a good part. Yeah, that was, that's that something that we're uh, uh, that it's, you might be surprised to find out we're not getting any of that uh, for doing this twenty-four hours. Stupid. Wait, idea. are you serious? Really? Yeah. From yeah. a local community radio uh, station <laughs> in Bloomington, Indiana. That's right. Yeah, I, I would have thought that was a ma- this was a major cash grab for you guys. You'd think. You would think so. But it's the probably the most fun thing ever. Oh yeah, it I've is. had fun so far. Our friends are here. I I'll tell you this. I did not do a good job at uh, uh, booking booking guests as far as like uh, spacing things out and all that because uh, a couple hours ago in this how big is this room? Ten by ten? Twelve? Twelve by twenty by twenty? It's a twelve by fifteen. Twelve by fifteen. We Ish. had how many people in this room? Eight or nine? A good nine people crammed in here, <laughs> all trying to talk in the same microphone at the same time. <laughs> Elbowing well, each okay, other. So, yeah, it was I, fun though. More on the advice uh, yeah. <laughs> for, for doing good radio. You know what's always good? Get yeah. a bunch of people uh, in the same room and have them all talking over each other yeah. at the same time. Yeah. That always sounds good. Um, I was going doing for sort of Im- improvised comedy bits. I always like that in com- and comedy podcasts. The <laughs> yeah. more people on microphone without a plan kind of stifling laughter uh-huh. oh it's just such a pleasure and, and thank you we, that was i think something that was missing from the podcast world thank you for contributing yeah. some of that mm-hmm. yeah Our, our uh, pleasure. Who, hey who else who else do you got lined up for this thing well okay so right now in the studio we have local legends niall arena janelle beasley and miles grimmer and earlier we had all kinds of people you also would not know and uh, on the phone earlier, we had uh, from the best show, Pat and Dudio called in. 
to give us some radio advice. Oh, you got Dudio. Dudio. Dudio and Pat Byrne. Uh, okay, great. Dudio and Pat Byrne. Yeah. So, so couldn't 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 get AP Mike. Uh, you know, I didn't even try to be honest. I, <laughs> Dude, I, you didn't even try. I, really? I I I I, th- I think I'll save him, bugging him for another one. That's because that's a big get. It's a big get. Yeah, you got to work got your it. way up. You know. Uh, I was gonna say Tom. Tom's in Toronto, and and he's an insomniac. You could, you probably could grab him. You know, I I almost started to, but I figured he was busy. I didn't want to bother him while he's writing. And yeah, that's who knows? true. We'll see. But I, uh, I, I but but I guarantee you he's up. Oh you yeah. You know, if you're doing a twenty, if there, it's like, um, I, you know, I love Tom to death, but he is that person I can like email and be like, it's three o'clock in the morning. I know Tom's gonna be reading this email, and I, I think he suffers from it. He's, he's just he does not sleep. Yeah. He, he, he sleeps when it comes. Uh, I, uh, I I don't uh, wish that on anyone. But uh, but uh, so 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 what was uh, what kind of advice did Dudio and Pat give? Similar stuff, actually. Well, one uh, thing I think we're finding is that a lot of people have the same advice for us. It seems like we're making pretty classic mistakes here. Yeah, dude, rookie, the 24-hour show. Yeah. yeah. The 24-hour show is a real rookie mistake that uh, I guess everybody makes, I'm sure. <laughs> Everyone does a 24-hour show when they're starting out. We've only been doing this for a year, so we haven't had enough time to learn not to do a 24-hour show yet. Well, I think that there's value in the 24-hour show. like um, when, when it airs live. <laughs> yeah, when it airs live. Like, uh, like you're listening to John Solomon's 25-hour Christmas marathon? Yeah, exactly. That's what Something I was thinking like of. That. Like, yeah. that's that's great, and, and uh, you know, uh, or even longer than twenty four hours. Like when uh, Gil Ozeri, uh lost his mind and w- decided to watch every episode of Entourage, which I think took uh, uh, a couple of days. Whoa, wow. uh, that was a that was a, a, a stupid thing. That uh, <laughs> uh, uh, or or we do. Uh, my friend Aloy, he does uh, the uh, Sandler Con. Uh, every year. Do you know about that? No. no. Oh, okay, so I have a friend, Aloy, uh, lovely guy. Uh, I uh, actually officiated his wedding. Huh. Uh, and um, and um, so he's um, a great dude, uh, but mentally ill. Um, he recently um, completed watching a Adam Sandler movie uh, every day for an entire year. Whoa. Um, yeah, every day he would wake up and watch one Adam Sandler movie, 365 Days of Sandler. He's a genuine Adam Sandler fan, and so am I. And, uh, uh, and for the last couple of years, uh, he would do a thing called SandlerCon, where uh, he had a wheel, and um, uh, we would spin the wheel and then watch a Sandler movie, and that would go on for 24 hours. This, wow. by the way, was not televised or anything. It was just a gathering of friends. And Because, uh, 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 again, I need to stress, Aloy is mentally ill. <laughs> so you're uh, In the best way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I wonder if you're implying that maybe we need to seek professional guidance. Well, I, I mean, do you guys not uh, go to therapy or what, what is... What, Actually, know, Jared's your... wife was on the first hour of the show leading us... Th- she is a professional. She is a full-blown professional and therapist. And she was... Uh, she is a therapist. Okay. ...guiding us through a uh, relaxation. Yeah. Well, that's good. It was pretty right. nice. So you, well, it sounds like you got a spiritual practice. Uh, the, you know, yeah. I, I, I think everything, everything, you're, everything you're telling me so far sounds fine. Okay, good. <laughs> 
Jake. Yes. Am I wrong in saying that you were a part of these new uh, Billy on the Street videos? Uh, you're not wrong. Okay, good. Uh, I love them. Yes. They, uh, that is uh, a super fun uh, situation where, um, you know, we're all really busy. Uh, and, uh, but we love, and, and, but Billy want to keep uh, Billy on the street going. Um, but you know, I, let's face it. Like, you know, we did a bunch of seasons of that TV show, but everybody watched it on the internet. They watched it on the internet, you know? And, um, the, the schedule of doing Billy on the street, like making Billy on the street is so time consuming. Yeah. It's uh it's a real, real, uh, uh, time suck. And, um, yeah, and for what? True TV? Come on. Um, so <laughs> Billy um, wanted to, to find a way to do some Billy on the Street videos when, when the right guests pop up, uh, you know, when he had time. And he wanted to put them out for free. He didn't want to put them behind a paywall or anything because, like, obviously you could have gotten a deal like Netflix or something. And, um mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do we done more Billy on the street, but really it was just like, Hey, can we just like put videos out every once in a while? And, um, uh, Lyft actually said, yeah, we'll throw you some money to produce them. And, um, it was, it's been great because we just kind of have been able to get together when we can get together. And, um, I think he announced the next one's Lin-Manuel Miranda uh is which is really i've seen that one it's really really funny um and then we have one coming out with uh kate mckinnon uh that uh i'm very very excited about that one uh um and uh basically yeah the idea was like you know the world is uh garbage right now and it's just uh, uh a terrible never ending uh news cycle of of hell wouldn't it be nice if every once in a while just a Billy on the Street video popped up unannounced and like, hey, here's like a couple minutes of just like some silliness that, you know, you, yeah. you, you can just enjoy. And um, yeah, it was it was cool. Like the first one with like Emma Stone that we did, like got like a like two million views or something like a day. It's like it's so cool that, um, uh, you know, we, we get to kind of like come together and, and still do Billy on the Street stuff. So, Jake, what's your role on a show like that? Uh, I, I, How much of it is Billy just sort of like improvising and how much of it is uh, other strings being pulled behind the scenes? Well, really what it is, um, the process is, um, Billy prepares a lot. Like, he, um, first of all, will come up with the ideas you know, like, you know, like the games and, and, uh, you know, the things that he yells and the questions and all that stuff. A lot of that stuff is really, um, think tank, um, uh, and written ahead of time, uh, by a bunch of us. Uh, and, um, and we do a lot of writing. Um, but then, um, Billy goes out on the street with like the smallest crew possible i mean i think it is billy uh a producer a sound person and you know whoever the guest is and then somebody to run and get the releases um so when he films billy on the street we're not there because obviously you know the more people 
You can't have 15 would, people what, chasing like, him. What would, <laughs> yeah. what, what would we need to be there for? But but yes, like we, he goes in like um, uh, pretty prepared, and then and then yes, you know, it's basically creating a situation so that he's can go out on the street and um, have these interactions, and then once he's out on the street, we don't know what's going to happen, yeah. and um, and that's where that's where the improvisation and a genius comes in you know like you can't um there's no planning for an elena right you know yeah. the first time <laughs> right. but but yes we've we've you know w once we met elena then you start writing for uh, elena and then you know i'm just trying to think of like things that we've done that like like when we did the thanksgiving day parade like all those floats and stuff or I think one one thing that I I came up with that I'm really proud of was the um, we did an obstacle course. It was Leah Remini's Escape from Scientology, <laughs> mm -hmm. nice. and that 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 was like I think yeah that was my idea, and then and then just like a bunch of a bunch of us pitched um, what the different uh, you know obstacles were in the obstacle course. Um, it's so, so much fun. So how much? Maybe you don't know this since you like you said you're not there, but. Uh... How much shooting then do they have to do oh, God. in order to edit down, you know, like a whatever, so six much. or eight minute clip? So much. Yeah, and I would think it, so. It's it, he and and Billy actually um, sits with um, uh, the editor, uh, you know, um, like side by side with the editor. Ah. Um, he, he has to shoot so much stuff and there'll be a situation where like something is great, but like one thing goes wrong and you have to throw out the entire segment, yeah. you know? And, um, yeah, that is, um, uh, particularly like with the games, like, um, it takes him months to, it was when we were doing it as a TV show, it would take him months to shoot, um, uh, a season of the show. We would, it would take us a couple like months to write. And then, uh, you know, it was like nine months of the year, you know, um, uh, for Billy on the street. It just is, was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I mean, it, it wasn't ridiculous when we first started, but now yeah. uh, we can't get nine months together to all get in the same room, but we can get a couple of days, you know? Um, and, um, you know, Billy's just one of those people. It's like, uh, I, if he calls, I'm going to help no matter what. Whatever yeah. It is. I feel like that's kind of the genius of that show too, is like uh, it, it's, it looks so effortless, and it looks so just like yeah, a uh, run and gun, but it's so sharp. You know, I mean, there's so much behind it. It's very cool. Yeah, well, he's. I mean, he's he is like so fast. He's like one of the fastest wits ever. Um, uh, but he is he is uh, definitely uh, very prepared, very very uh, thoughtful, uh, and very very specific in what he wants to do in the writing and yeah there's a lot of thought that goes into it and then on top of it he's also one of the best like <laughs> quick wits <laughs> on yeah. the planet so it really is a combination of those two things i feel like it's got to be getting harder uh to shoot now that more people he's probably getting recognized more than in years past yeah right? yeah absolutely and you know it's just kind of becomes part of the thing and also at the same time, it's New York, and New Yorkers really don't care. 
Like they just don't. Yeah. Um, uh, Weirdly, I will say they Lin-Manuel Miranda, that was different. Like Lin-Manuel Miranda walking through the streets of New York City for some reason, like that was a big deal. Emma Stone, nobody gives a shit. You know, (laughs) nobody cared. (laughs) Like um, it's it's just I think that's, you know, why he does it in New York, because New Yorkers like, yeah, 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 it's Billy on the street. He's filming the show. I got somewhere to be. Yeah. I got, you know, I have obligations. So as much as, like, yes, he's he's recognized and people know him, like, it's still a really small amount compared to, like, the amount of people that are running around New York City. And even if they do know him, like, so what? You know, it, right. it, it's, it's kind of, you know, that's sort of the magic of New York City. Jake. Yes, I'm still here. <laughs> I, I just want to make sure. No, we really appreciate you calling in. Can we ask you one more quick question before we uh, let you yeah. go? Uh, yeah, what's your, what's I, your favorite Ramones song? That's very... <laughs> it's, it's funny you ask me that. Uh, you know the thing that I'm very excited about? I'm like, oh, I wish I could talk about it. I, uh, and you asked me what my favorite Ramones song. One day <laughs> down the line you'll play this tape back and you'll be like, now I know what he was talking oh, about. Oh, cool. Uh, You're rebooting uh, the Ramones. <laughs> <laughs> Long okay. pause. Um, <laughs> my favorite Ramones song, it's really, really, I mean, now I want to sniff some glue. It's pretty fun. Just Well, here's what I think about the Ramones. It's like all their songs are about stuff that they want to do yeah. and stuff that they don't want to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's either, like, I I don't want to walk around with you. Uh-huh. I don't want to go down in the basement. I want you around. Like... want to be your boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> I want to be your boyfriend. Like, it's, you know, things that they want to do, stuff they don't want to do. Uh, I want to be sedated. Uh, I want to live. Uh, and Warthog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all uh, you need. But, uh, yeah, no, like, I... Uh, I love, I love well, I look forward to hearing what uh, about these secret projects in the future. We've enjoyed there's all like your work. Couple, there's like a couple of them. It's a really, really fresh. It's like I'm at that point right now where it's like, oh, I, I think things are going really well. I can't talk about any of it, <laughs> but like, like I guess that's a good thing. But like, uh, yeah, I'll be excited. Like, I don't know. Watch social media. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out. Oh, where can people find you, Jake? Before we. Yeah, what's your, just, what is your home address? <laughs> I should get a P.O. box. Uh, I'm on... Well, I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel. I'm going to get in that game. Nice. Uh, I, I don't have one right now. Can I pitch an uh, idea to you? Yeah. If you do a YouTube show, consider yeah. doing it for one whole day, 24 hours. It's a good long yeah. chunk. You get a lot of stuff out of it, and it's all good. Like, yeah, like there's like, never a there's never a like a, a lag right. or a dull moment. <laughs> exactly. Or or the show never a, a, comes to a, a screeching halt. Yeah, I'll talk <laughs> to you guys in about three hours. <laughs> uh, we'll be here. Wh- um, uh, I, where can you find me? I am on Instagram. If you just want to see pictures of like you know like records I bought, <laughs> uh, that I got an Instagram. I still have the Twitter. But it's really just to promote stuff. Like um, you can find me uh, 
in my house mm-hmm. working on all this all this stuff. Secret stuff. I, uh, I would suggest. I assume the Fogel Nest files is still up on the internet, right? You know what? Um, it's behind a paywall. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'm really, actually, really sorry about that. Um, and uh, yeah, there are uh, about five episodes available on iTunes, but you have to be a member of Stitcher Premium to get access to all the old Fogelnest Files episodes, uh, which uh, I I knew that that was something that they could do and were going to do, and I just wasn't paying attention, and that's just what it is. Um, I should get some, like, uh, offer codes and stuff. Like, it's something I'm going to work on in 2019 is uh, uh, getting, uh, bringing people some some new original things and maybe uh, uh, along with that, giving them access to that um, back catalog of, uh, like, I'm sorry that it's behind a paywall, I, 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 but it is. Uh, but I, I actually have Stitcher Premium. It's pretty great. Um, uh, uh, so uh, if you have that, that's how you can get the old episodes. Um, All right, Mike. Mike, yeah. we need to find a way to monetize our podcast so we can. That's uh, a good so idea. Get a oh, subscription by, by to the way, Stitcher I, Premium. I haven't, I haven't received a a a, a penny uh, from it be, being behind a paywall. <laughs> yeah. uh, nice, very good. But, yeah. but that is because it's on me. You need uh, to start I, selling some bootleg uh, cassette tape box sets of the Fogel well, Files. Well, actually, I will. I, I will say right now because I did do an auction for charity where I raised uh, three hundred dollars. But right now. If you go to eBay right now and you type in um, uh, Jake Fogelnest, there is a uh, episode of the Fogelnest Files, which I have put on a cassette tape. Um, uh, Jared, actually, you sent me some surtons, right? I did, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I took one of those really cheap cassette tapes. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I put an episode of the Fogelnest Files on, and it is on eBay. It is $500. And none of the money will go to charity. <laughs> oh, and it's the episode with um, uh, a Twitter user, uh, Dog Boner. Okay. <laughs> That's and, worth $500. Uh, and, and he is going to get um, 1% of the money uh, <laughs> if you buy it. That's the deal I made with him. All right. But this is for real. If you, I don't know. You, you got computer yeah. in front of you right now? I'm looking Look at it. it. I'm looking at it currently. Yeah. eBay.com. Yeah ebay.com buy it now five hundred dollars not one cent of it will go to charity forty six dollars uh, for 12 months that's not too bad not bad. oh you got, yeah if you want to finance it finance that, that it. is that is an option but i have the i got it i'm, I'm i've had the cassette in my hand right now it's a uh, uh Surton. um it's not even a good quality cassette like i have great maxell <laughs> uh tapes from the 80s i actually just got a new batch uh from ebay uh they're beautiful um, but, uh, yeah, I took like the, uh, like a, a cheap cassette, like a very cheap cassette and, um, uh, I want $500 for it. <laughs> I love it. All right. We'll end there. Thank you so much, Jake. You're the best. Thanks for calling. You're, hey, you're the best. And Jared, thank you so much for, for everything. Uh, uh, I, 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 uh, I've appreciated, uh, getting to know you this year and, uh, Likewise. I love uh, uh, Mike, I don't know you at all. Well, I'll, maybe I'll someday. Vouch, I'll maybe someday. I, He's a good I guy. You, I assume you're good because you're with Jared. Uh, <laughs> but 
uh, yeah, like uh, it's my pleasure to call in, and and in fact, I'll be up uh, for a while. If you <laughs> okay. guys uh, get bored, just call back. Okay, All right, thanks. we'll do. <laughs> All right, thanks, Jake. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye, Bye-bye. Jake. <laughs>